Are you ready to embark on a journey that will change the course of your life? In a world overflowing with distractions, my new guided journal, Girl, Your Goal is Jenna, is the guiding star you've been searching for. Finding your path to Jenna may seem daunting, but this journal is your trusted companion, offering timeless wisdom, thought-provoking questions, and quotes from the Quran and Sunnah. It's more than just a book. It's your sanctuary for introspection. Embrace the uncomfortable questions, break free from the lies told to you about who you are and become who you were truly meant to be. The profound teaching of Islam's will come to life as you integrate them into your daily routine, unlocking the transformative power of faith. Are you yearning for guidance to stay focused on your most cherished aspiration, Jannah? Each passage in this treasury of wisdom is a source of strength, reminding you that your blessed destination is within reach. So join countless Muslims on their sacred journey to Jannah building good habits and breaking the ones that hold you back. This book is your roadmap to inspire change, navigate life's challenges and achieve your ultimate goal. Inshallah, your path is clear and this book is your guide. Each passage includes scripture, an inspiring ayah or hadith to reflect and meditate on, giving you time to memorize and ingrain it into your heart and soul. A guided journal, pages with thoughts and questions prompted by the ayah and hadith along with space to record your own thoughts and responses. It's a perfect companion for individual study or group Islamic study. It's available to buy from Amazon and all good Islamic bookstores. Assalamu alaikum and welcome back to Smart Muslima podcast. If you're new here, my name is Farhat Tamim, I'm the host, and I am going to be asking you a question. Who will you be voting for in the upcoming elections in the UK or if you're in the US? Now, on November 15th, in 2023, a staggering 81% of MPs in the UK did not back the ceasefire in Gaza. This harrowing statistic serves as a stark reminder that the current political class does not represent us, Muslims, and all people who stand for justice. MPs who fail to uphold the values of peace, dignity, and human rights for all should never earn your vote again. Picture this, Keir Starmer, the leader of the Labour Party and a human rights lawyer, who is predicted to win the next election in the UK, finds himself in a leadership crisis. His unwavering support for Israeli actions in Gaza has drawn sharp criticism from within his party, leading to defections and resignations. The resilience of our brothers and sisters in Gaza has sparked a political awakening, causing ripples even within the highest echelons of power. Starmer's true colours have been laid for all to see. His unwavering allegiance to Israel, to Zionism and organisations such as Labour Friends of Israel is a matter of public record. 
he places these allegiances above the interests of UK citizens of all persuasions. Despite the outcry from within his own party and beyond, Starmer remains steadfast in his support for Israel's genocide in Gaza, refusing to condemn the murder, starvation and forced emigration of Palestinians from their land. Now, for years, the Muslim community has been ignored and even antagonised by the establishment elites. But now, alhamdulillah, finally, in the UK, Muslims are realising their potential power, the power that they hold, especially in key constituencies where Muslim votes make up a significant portion of the electorate. This realisation has prompted a scramble for damage control within the Labour Party, vying to regain the trust of Muslims. So, why is this such a big deal, you may be thinking? Well, consider this, 81% of registered Muslims historically have voted Labour, making Muslims one of the largest voter blocs outside of certain professional groups, you know, trade unions for example, like teachers and whether it's the um, coal miners or workers' unions, basically. And with this strategic mobilisation, Muslims can punch far above their potential weight and influence the outcome of numerous parliamentary seats. So that's something that I really want to look at today, that in the past, Muslims always voted Labour. If you think back to the first generation that came here, Labour was the party that was anti-racism. It supported ethnic minorities. That's what it said and, and also because a lot of the Muslim immigrants that came to the UK, they were working factories, they were working in mills, and so the trade unions are linked to Labour. Muslims would see that we can get certain rights, whether that's equal pay and also things like housing, things like getting per- planning permission to build masjids. You know, these were all things that, in reality, Labour did help Muslims. And then Muslims felt, OK, if we vote for them, we will get more help and support. So that's how things had been. However, if you look at, you know, Labour councils where there are large ethnic minorities and a large number of Muslims, they will be, I'm going to give Newham as an example, and if you look at how well do they, does a Labour council and a Labour MP take care of, whether it's cleaning, whether it's, you know, pollution, whether it's housing, in Newham, it's terrible and I can say that because I've lived there. Uh, I'll give you the example of Whitechapel, again Tower Hamlets. That is a very deprived area and when you look at how well are the, do the people feel they are taken care of as far as... Con- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You know, again, housing, cleanliness on the streets, dealing with knife crime, dealing with drug uh, related issues if you ask people who live there of any faith they will tell you they are not happy and so for if we just look at how when uh, an MP and a council knows that they are safe no one is going to vote us out they're not really they don't really try so hard I'm going to give another example Luton all the same issues that I've listed that Tau Hamlets and Newham Face, Luton Borough Council, that's run by Labour. Again, they are not taking care of the people. They're not taking care of homeless. You've got a homeless issue. You've got drunk people. You've got beggars on the streets. They're not taking care of them. And again, like I said, they feel very comfortable. They're not going to be voted out. So they don't need to try hard. And um, and that's something we, one of the things I've noticed that people tend to blame the people, it's their fault, but I think we need to put more blame on the council, on the councillors, on the MP and hold them more accountable because after all we are paying our taxes. So now, but what's interesting with the elections that are coming up with what's happened in Gaza that has really clearly shown to the Muslims that the Labour Party does not care about Muslim life. And as we know, okay, we were it wasn't our choice to be born in the UK. <clears throat> we could have been born in Palestine. And if we were, this current Labour um, leader, Keir Starmer, and everyone in his shadow cabinet and everyone who did not vote for ceasefire has shown us that they do not care about Muslims. We do not matter, even though Muslims vote for them, which is like um, like the biggest slap in the face. So we are giving them their, our vote, but and they take us for granted to such an extent, and they think such um, so little of us that they will publicly say that, yeah, we don't care. And uh, I'm just going to read out to you. There's a very um, <coughs> now infamous LBC radio interview where Keir Starmer said, the presenter um, 
was Nick Ferrari and he said to Starmer, um, he was asking about what's happening, in, what do you think of what's happening in Gaza and Keir Starmer said this, I'm very clear, Israel must have the right, that right, does, ha does have that right to defend herself and Hamas bears responsibility. Then the presenter asked, a siege is appropriate, cutting off power, cutting off water, to which Starmer replied, I think that Israel does have that right. So he's saying it does have that right to cut off power, to cut off water. <coughs> and he continued, it's an ongoing situation. Obviously, everything should be done within international law, which is the biggest lie ever. Um, but, he continues, I don't want to step away from the core principles that Israel has right to defend herself and Hamas bears responsibility for these terrorist attacks. And I would call on all responsible states, particularly Middle East responsible states, to call this out for what it is and to stand with the world in condemning, utterly condemning these actions by Hamas. Okay, so that so that is really clear what he um, believes, um, and so then they carried on in. Um, um, there was a um, another interview in LBC. This is a radio program. So on the thirty-first January, as news and the of the initiative was published in the Guardian newspaper, Nick Ferrari LBC program was dominated by Muslim callers, most of whom had been lifetime supporters of Labour, who unanimously declared that they could not vote for the Labour Party <coughs> in the next general election. So, this is what um, reason I'm reading this out to you is that people are learning and realizing hold on we have been taken for absolute mugs and we are being taken advantage of you know it's it's really refreshing to hear this and so one caller who introduced himself as Ali Milani the national chair of the Labour Muslim Network expressed his embarrassment to mention his Labour Party affiliation to his friends and family who he said were 100% intending to withdraw their support for the Labour Party. He said, this is a serious problem. There is not a this is not a situation we wanted to find ourselves in. The Muslim community has been one of the longest and most loyal communities to support Labour anywhere in the country. In fact, in 2019, 83% of registered voters who are Muslim supported the Labour Party. But we are now in an absolute crisis point. We are in a position where Labour is about to dismantle one of its longest serving, most loyal voter bases anywhere. And it was not It was entirely avoidable. So I am dismayed at this story, but absolutely not shocked. He continued. Keir Starmer's LBC interview was one of the most damaging things that happened in this crisis suggesting that cutting off water, fuel and aid to Palestinian civilians and children and hospitals was hugely damaging. The position on Palestinian recognition has been shocking. The suggestion that recognition of the Palestinian state is somehow in the gift of other states and part of a process where Israel is recognised unilaterally as it should 
is, shock is shocking. What also is the way Palestinians have been spoken about throughout this crisis. We've had nearly 10,000 children, 26,000 people who have died, mostly civilians, and the Muslim communities are watching these people live uh, live with pictures on their social media feeds and on the news. And what they are seeing from the Labour Party is a complete dehumanisation of these lives. There is no empathy, no sympathy, no recognition of the absolute tragedy that's coming out of the region. And they are looking at themselves and saying, why would we support a party that doesn't support our lives? Now, Alhamdulillah, I think that's brilliant that we are now realising this. Why would we support a party the Labour Party that doesn't support Muslim lives and that's what I really want you to think about that if you're thinking of voting for Labour I want you to really think why now because many of us already know the Conservative Party in the UK um, we see what the um the Prime Minister Rishi, Rishi, Rishi Sunak has said he's 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 completely pro genocide. He's pro Israel. He he's pro white settler colonialism. He's pro apartheid. And what we need to realise is <clears throat> is Labour is exactly the same. And so if you have relatives um your parents your uncles your aunties if anyone is thinking of voting labor have this conversation with them to show them the, you know the text of the interview you can watch it on youtube actually um these are all things that we have to we have to have these discussions and one of the things that you know i know i think what can i do to help the muslims of gaza you know what more can i do uh, and this is something practical you can do that we never forget what they have done how they have supported and enabled and been cheerleaders to genocide and we will punish them that is what we're going to do we're going to punish them at the ballot box that they will no longer take muslims for granted and we have to stop thinking that we are weak we have to realize that we are very powerful by the will of allah that Mashallah in some areas um, there is enough of a majority that we can kick Labour out. So now you may be thinking, okay, how how do we how do I find out if in my area is this possible? So I'd like to introduce to you um Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. An organization, a campaign, actually. It's called The Muslim Vote. You can go to their website and it's themuslimvote.com. Okay, now this is a campaign. It's a grassroots effort aimed at amplifying our collective voice and holding politicians accountable by leveraging our numerical strength and demanding accountability from candidates. We can shape the political landscape for years to come. Now, if you go to the website, there's um, a lot of information there. And the main thing is what you want to find out is that um, you know, it's a question like, who should I vote for, isn't it? There's, um, so let me, let me just give you a few facts. Okay, so Muslim, um, we, the idea of, we don't need to be taken for granted. We are a powerful united force of 4 million in the UK. So what the goal of the Muslim vote is, it's, um, it's a, it's a broad community campaign um and you know it's not a political party that's what it is isn't it um it isn't and let me just read out a few things so certain questions that you may have um so if you're for example you're thinking who should i vote for well on their website you can look at um data which will tell you you can find your constituency and then you can um see they're telling you who you could recommend who you could vote for like and it's in many of the most of the time is independent candidates who are not labor who are not tory who are not um lib dem and they are standing on their own but if enough muslims vote for them they could win inshallah but there's also um there's two options here even if someone a particular independent candidate doesn't win if it means that the votes are taken away from Labour, then that's good. Or if it means the votes are taken from Conservatives, that's good. It's showing them that you, you cannot just expect us to vote for you forever. And that we will, if you do, you know, like if you didn't vote for the ceasefire, that shows you, that means you voted for genocide. And therefore, you're now cancelled. We're not voting for you anymore. So... I would really recommend you go to the muslimvote.co.uk. So it's not .com. So I'm just going to frequently ask questions. Um, are you backing any particular party? No. We want the Muslim voice heard across the political spectrum on issues like Palestine and much more. Beyond this, we look to create viable grassroots political infrastructure in our communities. We are open to engaging with all from political persuasions who want to genuinely work with us. Are you a political party? No. Um, how do you? How do I know I can trust you? Our supporting organisations enjoy the spot of millions of Muslims all over the country. We are a collective of the grassroots. Um, okay, there's so much information that I'm going to say. Okay, it, this is not a religious campaign. It is a political one. Of course, all of us are inspired by Islamic faith in being good citizens and standing up for our community, Muslim and non-Muslim. But the Muslim vote is simply a campaign 
to affect political change on issues that affect Muslims, we seek broad support from all allies of all persuasions. So I would say definitely check them out. Now, I just want to give you a quick case study of, um, you know, like I've said, you know, we should be voting for independence. We don't vote for Labour. You know, we shouldn't feel get bribed by, you know, or we'll get you planning permission for masjid. Like, because what tends to happen is people say, "Oh no, we need to think about UK Muslim issues," and that that's what I hear a lot. And I've still seen on Twitter you've got Muslim um, candidates and Muslim people who will say, "No, we should still vote for Labour. We should still vote for candidate uh, Conservatives." But I'll um, I'll, I'll speak about that in a in a second. However, okay, let me give you a case study now. Um, Members of a local pro-Palestinian group select Leanne Mohammed to challenge Labour Shadow Health Secretary in East London in general election. So in um, Ilford North, the constituency of Ilford North, um, there is um, what they decide to do. It's called Redbridge Community Action Group. Their MP is West Streeting. Now, West Streeting is, um, he's part of the right wing of the Labour Party and he has demonstrated outside his, um, that he is, he's repeatedly um, opposed the ceasefire and he's they insisted on Israel's right to self-defence. And so he, now his constituency has, he got voted in by just a majority of 5,000 yeah, so you know, that's how he he won by five thousand votes to this, uh, compared to the person who was second, who was conservative, and in Redbridge North, sorry Ilford North, there were over five thousand eligible Muslims who can vote. I don't um I think it may be about it's about ten maybe ten maybe fifteen thousand who could vote. So there in that constituency. There is a very good chance if all the Muslims voted for Leanne Muhammad, who she's Palestinian, West Streeting would be kicked out and she would get the seat. And he, like I said, he's quite big in the Labour Party. Um, he's um, he's a shadow health secretary and he's he's always on TV. And um, so, yeah, so what this group, the Redbridge Community Action Group, they've got together... They then selected a candidate. They had meetings. They had a demonstration outside his um, constituency office. I, I attended that. Um, that's how I know so much about it. Um, but it's, it's also, if you go to MiddleEastEye.net, there, there's newspaper articles about this campaign. But what I just wanted to illustrate to you was, uh, here are Muslims who decided we have had enough. We are not going to tolerate this guy. who He's not listening to his constituents. They wanted him to vote against, you know, sorry, for the ceasefire. He didn't listen to them. So can you see how, and he's, and they're just not happy with the way he's um, representing them in other issues as well. But so Alhamdulillah, so um, let me just tell you a little bit about Leanne Mohammed. She is, um, so she's an independent candidate and um, she um, was actually, she, right, when she was 15, uh, Liam Muhammad won the regional final of the prestigious Jack Petchy Speak Out Challenge for a speech about the suffering of Palestinians. In her speech, 
Muhammad told an audience of 1,200 that time had come to stop the suffering of innocent children in Palestine. Speakers trust the London-based body behind the competition then removed her video for her entry from the website, prompting outcry and allegations of self-censorship. Well, she's not self-censorship, she's just anti, anti-Palestine, anti-Muslim, that's, you know, Islamophobia, that's what they were. Uh, so, Muhammad now 23, has spoken at a number of pro-Palestinian events since the Israel attack on Gaza began on 7th October. On October, she addressed a rally in central London and said, every supporter of Israel has blood on their hands. Every Western politician who green-lighted these war crimes has the blood of over 3,000 Palestinian children on their hands. Now, so that's Westering as well. So, alhamdulillah, may, you know, may Allah reward everyone involved in their campaign and may Allah give, grant her success. But to be honest, even if she didn't win, it would show the that Muslims are willing to um, push back, that we are not just submissive, that we do have a voice, that we will um, use our vote strategically. Um, now, according to 2021 census, the London Borough Redbridge um, has a Muslim population of 31.3% and a number of polls have indicated Labour support among the community has dropped as a result of its stance on Gaza. So, yeah, so I just wanted to share that case study. And the thing is, this isn't just happening off the north. I've heard about this happening in Leicester, uh, about things happening in Rochdale. You know, alhamdulillah, we, like I said, we mustn't underestimate our um, abilities. So, you know, just... um, I know the election campaign hasn't started, but we should be ahead of the game with this. Now, the election that will come isn't just about casting a ballot. It's about sending a message. It's about punishing, like I said, those who turn a blind eye to our concerns and rewarding those who stand with us, even in the face of opposition from their own party elites. Now, some may question the wisdom of focusing solely on one issue, but no mistake that this is a strategic move with long-term implications. By flexing our political muscle, now we can ensure that our voices are heard and our concerns addressed in the halls of power. Now, some may say, while there may be good people within the Labour Party, this isn't about individual allegiances. It's about holding the entire political establishment accountable by sending a clear message at the ballot box we can pave the way for more inclusive and representative government. So, as we stand at this crossroads, let's not squander the opportunity. Let's seize the moment and make our voices heard. Now, one thing I would re I know um, you, maybe you've done this already, but I just wanted to highlight one last thing, and that's how did Muslim MPs vote on Gaza's ceasefire amendment? And um, when we look at Muslim MPs, be, you know, they um, say they will stand up for Muslim issues. They use their religion and ethnicity to get votes from the Muslim community. They visit masjids, you know, they uh, get Muslims to volunteer and help in their campaigns. But the most important thing um, 
is how do they vote that shows their true intentions that are do they care more about being in the shadow cabinet do they care more about position and power or is justice you know which is so important in islam is that more important to them now if we just have a look at how did um how did muslim you know muslim mps vote now if you look at there were some who they did not vote for the ceasefire so for and it it's really important to what you could do is um if you just look up it uh, if you just google the name of your mp and then you find out you know did they you'll go did they vote for the ceasefire and i'm just thinking of um you know there were some very famous mps for example um i'm just trying i'm going to make sure i don't say the um the wrong name but if for example like i'm thinking of um um the mp the the mayor now i don't know whether he Sadiq khan whether he actually as a mayor is he allowed to vote but there were i know for example in um tower hamlets again there's a large muslim bengali community that the way that um the mp there i think it was the one for beth and green was shnara ali she did not vote she, she didn't um right let's have a look um i did have so i had this up but okay i think i'm going to have to say to you that if you look up the um what what did um they they vote for hold on i think i've got um here we go yep here it is so okay well i'll tell you who did vote for the ceasefire zara sultana who's coventry south um ty ali he did he's birmingham hall green but no yeah now this is <clears throat> Wushnara ali who's bethnal green and bow she abstained now the thing is that she has a position in the um shadow cabinet and so you think hold on why did you did you do that how how can you live your with yourself and you know because to say on if every every single one of them had voted for that could have made a difference okay uh nusrat ghani she's a conservative um in wielden she didn't she abstained as well shabana mahmood of birmingham lady pool she abstained now we have um tulip sadiq hampstead and kilburn she abstained and now do you remember the i'm just going to have to mention this tan tan manjeet singh desi he's the um mp for slough there's a large muslim community there he abstained he's the one who defend you know who had a go at boris johnson over calling muslim women letterboxes but again even he abstained and the thing is again he's in the shadow cabinet so for the sake of keeping their place in the shadow cabinet they all abstained um and so you have to think that shows their true colors okay and it's really important to know that we can't just because someone's muslims just because someone's brown that's not enough that is not a re- enough reason to vote for them 
Okay, so inshallah, I'm going to just wrap this up. So I hope you found this, um, it was food for thought. You know, I, um, I've i never voted for Labour, I've never voted for Conservative. You know, I, we have to remember Labour is the party who gave us the war on terror, who has supported Guantanamo Bay, who supported the invasion on Iraq, the invasion on Afghanistan, you know, thousands and thousands of Muslims have died because of the Labour Party you know Tony Blair Gordon Brown they had blood on their hands that should was in if that wasn't enough of a reason to never vote for Labour I don't know what was but this Gaza if this doesn't galvanize us and cement in our minds that this is a pro-genocide anti-Muslim pro-colonialist pro-white settler pro-apartheid party and if that's what they're supporting giving us a bit of planning permission for a masjid or you know how can we weigh that out and say yeah that's better we just have to completely cancel labor and not vote for them so inshallah you know i pray that you know allah guides us all and may allah you know Shall mercy upon the Muslims of Gaza and uh, relieve their um, suffering soon. I mean, and uh, inshallah, I will um, speak to you again soon. Take care. Aslam alaikum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.